0: You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist and family nurse practitioner. And on today's show, I wanted to talk about something that has kind of been weighing me down a little bit, but I think that's exactly what it's supposed to do, and that's on the topic of regret. Regret. How many of y'all out there have done something that you regret? Raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your feet. All of those digits, right? If we could for every time we had a regret. But I have really been thinking a lot about regret lately. And it's just because sometimes when you have time on your hands, you just get to thinking and you can't escape your thoughts, right? You can go to Cancun, Cabo and all these other places trying to escape reality, but one thing you can never escape are your thoughts. And regret um, is something that's very powerful. It's a very powerful anchor that will hold us firmly to our past. Uh, It prevents us from enjoying our present and believe me y'all, it consumes you, literally. It will interject itself and rear its head in some of the most what are supposed to be your happiest moments, not allowing you to enjoy them. It's destructive. It's like walking around with a black cloud over your head in situations where you should otherwise be happy or have peace. Now, a lot of these regrets stem from mistakes that we made. And if we've all lived long enough, we've made mistakes. Now, there are different types of mistakes, albeit some that are mistakes where no one else was really harmed but ourselves. Like we carry around these thoughts, these inner pains, and that's still important, right? But these are mistakes and regrets that really didn't impact anyone or hurt anyone else, just ourselves. They have an internal effect, which really still is important because we have to deal and manage with that because, and I'll say it like this, because Kevin Hart said it the best. I was watching an interview with him and this is what he said. He said, no matter how much emotion or feelings or hurt you have, life goes on. Life doesn't stop for anyone. So if you don't process and understand that, you will get stuck. In whatever time frame you got hurt forever so grudges anger negativity I don't have time for that I have so much more to live for and look forward to which is true you 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 really still have to manage this pain and this regret and this hurt that you're feeling now I gave the one example about things that affect us internally now it's a little more challenging to deal with those mistakes and regrets that we have from things that have impacted someone else. So those are more complicated, obviously, but those are situations in when the things we have done or not done or said that have planted a seed of pain or heartache in the life of others. So that's really deep, right? Because it's one thing when we do something to ourselves, we're like, okay, take it to the chin. I did it. I'm going to own it. But when we've done something that impacts the lives of others, especially negatively, that's hard. I mean, have you ever watched a friend or a loved one go through something painful and it hurts you probably way more than it hurts them, but you can't do anything about it. Nothing you say, do can take away the pain that they're feeling, although you wish that you could. And I think that's even probably a more difficult mistake and regret to live with, but whichever mistake you've made, whichever type of regret you're dealing with, they are both very, very hard to deal with and hard to get through. Now, when we talk about mistakes, though, there are a variety of mistakes that we can make, some that are very benign and that, again, will only affect us, and some that are more severe, more complicated, that impact the lives of others. So whether you have made a mistake as far as, like, I'm just going to use a mistake. So just recently, I've had a pristine driving record, right? I've been really, really proud of that. But the other day, I was running a little bit late to work. Uh, I was driving with what I felt was the flow of traffic. And then, you know, when you're kind of going downhill, you're going to pick up speed a little bit because you're going downhill. But because I was going with the flow of traffic, I didn't think anything about it. Then I saw a police officer on a motorcycle way ahead, kind of in in the cut, just kind of hiding behind a tree. I slowed down. I pumped my brakes. But even though all of us who were driving at that time did that, the cars around me, I'm the one who got pulled over. I'm the one who got pulled over. As upset as I was because everyone else around me was kind of doing the same thing I was doing, I was the one that got pulled over. But I realized that even before the police officer stopped me, I was like, looked at my speedometer and I was like, shit, Alice, it's a 35. You were going 45. Take it to the chin, sis. You were speeding and going above the speed limit. It is what it is. Doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. So this is why, and although this is, Listen, I generally do do the right thing, even when people, other people aren't looking, even when other people don't do it. But this time, I was just on my way to work. I was playing some music. You know, I really wasn't applying a lot of thought to the speed limit. I'm just going to be honest. I generally do the right thing and what's safe. But this day, I was going with what the flow of traffic was. <sighs> but before the police officer pulled me over, I thought about it. I was like, damn, I did it. Shoot. Take it to the chin. Own it. When the police officer gets to the window, Don't sit there and try to make a whole bunch of excuses. Don't try to cry your way out of it. Don't try to wiggle, lie or anything your way out of it. You did it. Own it. And so that's what I did. At that day, I just beat myself up like left and right. Like, shoot, I knew better. How come I did this? How come I didn't that? Why wasn't I more attentive? And I really, really beat myself up about it. I was worried about my insurance premium going up and all those things. But what I realized was, you know what? It could have been worse. Alice, no one got injured no one was hurt. Your car was intact. You were still able to drive and get to work where you needed to be. And listen, it really, outside of that event, didn't spill over into anything else I had going on in my life. It really didn't. It was an isolated incident. Will I probably have a rate increase in my premium? Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. But I live to talk about it another day. That is not going to define who I am as a mother, who I am as a nurse, who I am as a significant other to someone who I am as an auntie or a friend or any of things like that so I had to realize that this is a mistake I made it's going to impact me but I need to do it the adult thing accept responsibility and own it and learn from it and then apply and do better when you know better you do better now that's one type of mistake again when you impact the lives of others now I know that I'm a nurse and I'm going to use some healthcare analogies certain nursing analogies with this you know when you make a medical error, a mistake, it could be something like, oh, I gave my nine o'clock medicines at 12 o'clock, but they still got their medicines. Okay. That's one type of mistake. You did give it at the wrong time, still a mistake, but typically in most situations, it's probably not going to be too harmful, right? I mean, I guess you got to depend on what else is going on, but for the most part, right? Let's say it's a multivitamin. Not really going to matter if you give it at nine or give it at 12 per se, right? But if this is a medical error and you give the wrong Type of blood to someone, that could be lethal, that could be very dangerous. That's a mistake that could actually end up in harm and death. Those mistakes, very hard to deal with. Although if I'm fortunate in my 23 years of being a nurse, I've never made that type of mistake. I know people who have, and it has taken them out, really changed who they are as an individual, as a person. I mean, it really sent them down on the deep end. And that's part because there was patient harm. Patient didn't die, but there was a significant amount of patient harm. The person had to retell their story over and over again. And I don't know about you, but when I have to retell a story about something that happened, I actually live relive the emotions of it as well. So that's traumatizing. You already feel bad. And just like nothing that you can do can make it better. That's another frustrating thing that really makes regret such a powerful, powerful thing. But what I'm here to say today is, and I'm not saying that anyone should get a, necessarily a pass on mistakes, especially as they come, cause harm. But at the end of the day, we are all human. We are all prone and have the ability to make mistakes, whether personally, whether professionally. And that's why, at least I know more so professionally, systems and processes are put in place so we don't make those mistakes. So as I gave the example about me and the speeding, there were speed, speed limit signs posted. Just as in the workplace, when it comes to medications and giving blood and things like that, there are certain processes and double checks in place, things that you must do that will help prevent you from making errors. We cannot rush and make mistakes. We cannot just be willy-nilly with things because for one, we don't want to harm anyone, neither ourselves or anyone else. And in this rare situation that you do, it is important that we process what it is That we did the mistakes so mistakes while they don't feel good while they all feel bad They are life's lessons that we must be attentive to And pay attention to because when we know better we can do better. So for one Allow yourself to feel bad It is completely normal to feel bad embarrassed ashamed disappointed or worried About what it is that you did. Those are all natural feelings. Okay, but accept what's happened accept it we cannot go back and rewind the hands of times, although we would love to write like a, a Netflix movie or a, a song that on our iPhones or iPad, whatever you're listening your music through. Right. You can't. You can't rewind it. So accept what happens and allow yourself to take in those emotions, cry if you have to, be mad if you have to, scream if you have to, but don't do it for too long. It's not going to be constructive in any way, fashion or form, except for the ability to release all that built up tension and emotion that you have inside of you. Take a few deep breaths and tell yourself it is not the end of the world. I know. I know it feels like it. Sometimes it feels like it. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do from here? What's going to happen? Like You feel like you've, and depending on your mistake, right? Sometimes like with my example, my premium might go up for my, for my car insurance. It could be that you cheated in a relationship and now that relationship's over. It could be that you abused uh, someone's trust and now they don't deal with you the way they once dealt with you. I know it sucks, but it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. Allow yourself to feel bad, but know that you, as much as you feel like you're going to die inside, you will not die from that mistake or those emotions. Next, assess what happened. Pretend that it was someone else who did this mistake, right? And evaluate it. Evaluate what happened with a calm, objective eye, you know? In situations like easily, in my speeding situation, I could have easily, once the officer came up to Linda, like, everyone else was speeding. It wasn't just me. Speed meter gun thingy is wrong. Hey, I'm a nurse. I'm a healthcare worker. And try to wiggle my way out of the ticket. Like, I could have done any of those things, but I didn't. What I did was I thought about what was the mistake, what actions led to my mistake, wasn't as attentive to the signs and was just kind of going with the flow, thinking that it was okay, although we were all breaking the speed limit. What were the consequences of the mistake? Speeding ticket. What should the person have done instead? Well, I should have been more attentive to the speed limit. I should have still done what was the right thing to do, despite what anyone else was doing. And whether a police officer was there or not, I should have been going the speed limit. Think about how this can be prevented in the future. Well, I'll tell you the next day, same situation. Morning traffic, everybody's going flow of traffic, and I just pulled over to the the right farthest right lane, drove the speed limit, like, Mm-mm. I don't know what y'all are going through today, but it's not me. Not going to do it. Been there, done that. Not going to get a speedy ticket again, because I've learned my lesson. So when I know better, I do better. So some situations, maybe it's your, not your fault at all, but you won't know until you look at the situation from an unbiased perspective. Next thing you'll need to do with this mistake is try to fix your mistake, if possible, and apologize. So after the police officer pulled up to my window, told me, gosh, you know, got you going 45 and 35. This is not. It. Listen, I was not going to argue when I knew that I was because I looked down at my, my speedometer when I saw the lights go off. So in that situation, I couldn't necessarily fix it, although I did step on my brakes and then start going the speed limit. So I tried to fix my mistake as soon as possible, but still wasn't soon enough. But I to the officer, said, you know what, officer? You're right. Sorry. I was going with the flow of traffic. I wasn't as attentive to the signs. Um, I didn't realize I was going that fast. Sorry, it won't happen again. Apology. Let the individual know that it's involved in the situation that you apologize and that you're sorry. Now, mind you, we don't always muster up this feeling of I'm sorry in the moment. But the minute you realize that you made a mistake, that you were in the wrong, that you did something that you weren't supposed to do, apologize. It might not be in that moment. might be the next day. Might be two weeks from now, but I apologize. It's never too late. Now, I'm not going to say that's going to change the outcomes of things, but life is too short to wonder what woulda, what coulda, have, shoulda, have, okay? And then also, depending on how big or small the mistake is, do so in person. Do so face-to-face. It's important that people are able to hear our voices and see our face so they can really interpret not only what we say, but our physical language as well. I really dislike doing these things in email or on text because you can lose a lot of the message from words if they're interpreted incorrectly. I really just dislike that. But if if that's the only choice you got, then, then you go for that. But, you know, in all possible, pick up the phone, see the person on FaceTime, you know, do so face-to-face if you can. That is when the apology is going to be felt most sincere and authentic. And you don't have to be very long-winded about it. Keep it short, get straight to the point, but say, you know what? I am really sorry about X, Y, and Z. I didn't realize that this was going to upset you. I didn't realize that that was going to hurt your feelings, that I never wanted to hurt your feelings. I really do value you as a friend, so I'm sorry. Try to fix whatever you can, and then you can ask them, you know, is there anything that I can do to make this up to you? Now, I will say this even though you are ready to apologize, doesn't necessarily mean that the person is ready to receive your apology. So just know that. And then, two, sometimes asking someone how you can fix it in that moment while their emotions are are heightened is a lot to process. They may not be ready or know how you can fix it. So just be aware of that. When all possible, it's very important to kind of have these conversations in a one-on-one status. Don't necessarily need an audience because sometimes audiences can egg us on in the wrong ways, right? We don't need anyone else's two cents to participate in your apology to someone, right? We don't need any hype mans running around here. But I will say this, if your mistake was done in a very public setting, It may very well be that your apology needs to occur in the same type of setting. You know, you'll have to evaluate that based on your particular situation. But I'm really a proponent of having one-to-one conversations because it's easier to talk to just the individual who is involved. And then if you can offer a solution, sometimes after you explain what's happened, uh, your apology and all those things, try to offer solutions like, you know, I'd like to make it up to you. I'd like to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. Okay. Again, that person may not be ready to receive that or acknowledge that as a solution, but at least it's something that you've offered up. Maybe it's a work issue and say, you know what? I know I already missed the deadline, but I can stay late tonight and finish up these things. That's a possible solution. And then if you just really can't think of a solution, just be honest and say, you know what? I really want to rectify this situation, but I'm not sure how to. What can I do to make things better? You don't have to tell me now, but, you know, think about it and just let me know. And change how you work after this, change how you do things, change how you talk to people, treat people, because apparently you did something that either hurt yourself or hurt someone else. Do better because you deserve better and the people who are around you deserve better. So you should constantly be adjusting and growing as an individual until you are your best version of yourself. If you're always missing deadlines and behind on your work, consider waking up earlier so you can get ahead of your day. If you are someone who's always quick to pop off and say things just, you know, off rip, maybe when you hear something, shut your mouth, just listen. Don't be so quick to say something when you don't have the full picture of everything and potentially say something that could hurt somebody's feelings. So those are some of the things that you can do. And, you know, and also maybe incorporate some healthy habits, do some meditation, go for a walk outside, improve your focus and focus on being kinder to people, you know, Taking a pause before you respond. That, let me tell you, let me tell you, that is something that I have definitely learned to do when I hear something to not just be so quick to respond. Let me process it. Let me think about that for a second. And then I will respond to it because I have been quick to say things that were just wrong. And as my mama told me before, you have two ears and one mouth. So you should be listening twice as much as you are talking, Alice. And her and my daddy used to say that to me. And then be kind to yourself. Best, be kind to yourself. I know you're going to beat yourself up from the mistakes. The regret is really going to beat you up. I know it is. I'm not even going to friend like it's not. But this is why we're talking about that. You have to learn from your mistakes. Eliminate any negative self-talk. And then let it go. It is what it is. Everything happens for a reason. It's happening like this because it's meant to happen like this. It is. If someone walks away. If they stop being your friend. I'm getting a little emotional because... Regret that sink in, and this isn't necessarily something that's recent, but just over your lifetime, you will think about situations in which you could have done better, situations in which other people should have treated you better. But at the end of the day, you gotta let it go. You have to realize that those mistakes were life's funny way of showing you what really needs to happen, what you really need to know. It's not gonna ruin. You as a person, it's not going to ruin your career. It's not going to ruin anything. It's going to make you a better person if anything. But these life lessons come at a price. Sometimes they're your job at a particular place that you always wanted to work. And then sometimes it's a friendship or relationship. But at the end of the day, you have to be kind to yourself. Oh my gosh. Like I'm like snotty, crying guys. I'm like, this is legit. I promise this is not to (laughs) look good on camera. Really not. But be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Again, accept the reality of the things you regret. Mistakes are real. They happened. They're part of history. You cannot rewrite it. You can't go back and change anything. Just embrace it. Acknowledge the truth. And that's the first step towards releasing regrets. Forgive yourself. Say it again. Forgive yourself. Show yourself the same kind of mercy you would want others to extend to you. Stop beating yourself up about something, especially something that you cannot undo. Do the thing that you can do, and that's open your heart up to grace and relief that comes from no longer carrying the burden of blame. Forgiving yourself doesn't negate the thing that you did or your regret, but it will set you free from the power that it holds over you. Make amends. If the thing you regret has wounded the heart of another, apologize with the sincerity of your heart. Do what you can reasonably do to amend it, repair fences, repair, I mean, whatever actions you've broken, whatever bridges you've burned or crossed, reasonably accept those and try to make amends. Now, there'll be times where you will do everything possible. You will have rebuilt Rome in a day. And for some people, it's not going to be good enough. And you have to accept that. You do. Your own inward sense of peace is the reliable guide to let you know when you have done enough. Now, the next thing is, I know this is going to sound hard to forget it because you learn from it, so you don't always forget it, but you can put it back there in the back of your mind so you're not always thinking about it. But essentially, forget what is behind you. Leave the past where it is. It happened. It's in the past. Don't keep talking about your failures and mistakes because the more you give voice to them, the more you give breath to them, the larger they will appear and the longer that they will live. Release anything that reminds you of that regrettable action. You can be deeply remorseful over a life decision, but at the end of the day, it happened. You can't change it and you can't keep giving life to it. Okay, you can wish a thousand times that would have never happened, that you made a different choice, but what's done is done and letting go of anything and everything that's tangible that brings back those memories or that season of your life is going to be helpful and essential to your journey of healing reliving and being reminded of a regrettable action is only going to perpetuate the misery and the grief that you're dealing with today is too precious to waste on what ifs and if onlys and five the last tip do the opposite of what you regret again you can't change the past but you do have control over your actions moving forward and as painful as regret may be it albeit it's an effective teacher. So learn from those lessons. So for me, I'm going to use my speeding ticket as an example. I'm going to be more, I'm more attentive when I'm in areas and I'm driving. And even though it's a flow of traffic, I'm going to do a speed check because I don't want another ticket. And I know that's a very benign example. It's very different from causing harm to someone else, but that's the example that I'm using to kind of paint a trip in a perspective. So I want you to replace any type of regretful contemplation with a positive action. So when you are wishing you had done something differently overwhelms you get proactive do something This actually helps to when you're in a depressed place when you're anxious those type of things It's very once you're you've been in those emotions It's very easily for you to go back to those emotions go back to a depressed feeling go back to sadness So you have to do an action that's going to trick your brain so Channel your thoughts into something uplifting. Uh, read something that inspires you. Do something nice for someone. Reach out to someone and do something kind. Be kind to everyone you meet. Smile. Go for a jog. Do something constructive. Do something that is going to make you a better person. And do be do something kind for someone else. It's that constructive action that's going to knock out that regret and. At the end of our days, the only regret that will remain is that we ever allowed it to live in our hearts this long. How long have you been allowing a mistake to haunt you? How long have you been living in regret and probably doing so in silence? Well, today is the day that that stops, guys. Okay? I'm giving everyone permission to look at those mistakes, learn from them, and to move on. You have so much more to live for. So many more positive days ahead of you. You cannot continue to carry the weight of pain and anger and hurt from mistakes that you can't change. Take it to the chin, learn the lessons, move on and learn to be better and kinder to yourself and love yourself enough to forgive yourself. So guys, that's a lesson for this podcast. You know, I really wanted to tap into that because I felt like there were a lot of people that I knew who were living in this kind of silent regret for mistakes that they would made we are all human to to err is human but if you keep making the same errors the same mistakes then hey that's on you that's that's a n- deeper conversation that we're going to have to get into so i shared some tips i hope you listen to them i hope you share them i hope it resonates with you and does well I want to shout out nurse.org. Thanks so much for supporting the podcast. They are awesome. If you haven't already, make sure to visit nurse.org. Anything and everything you want to know about nursing. Yes, I am a nurse. So definitely my peeps, but this is definitely a message that resonates to those well beyond nurses. So make sure you share this. Matter of fact, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss another episode. And then like, rate, and review the episode. I'd love to hear what you think about it. And hey, If you have a comment, question, or something that you want to hear, or someone you want to see on the podcast with me as a guest, make sure to email me at at nurse.org. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And you guys, until next time, make good choices, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.